All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It is another Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of Oilers Nation every day with me, Tyler Uramchuk. And because it's a game day, Jay gets to take over the show as well. Take, sure, I'll, yeah, I'll come and take over. I, I've got things to say. All right, let's get into what Jay has to say <laughs> with the lead. Coming to you live today on the Oilers Nation Twitter, on the Oilers Nation Facebook, and on the Nation Network YouTube, which is where we want to hear your comments. The chat is already lighting up. There is a lot for us to dig into there. And as always, we're coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. A bit of a different vibe in the Sports Closet Studio today, though. It's the it's the mobile studio. It's yeah. the one that we take around. It involves jerseys and flags. And literally, you can put up the studio anywhere we go. And thank you, Sports Closet, for supporting us. The Sports Closet Studio is more of a, like... It's a state of mind. Yeah, it's a state of mind. Uh, yeah, it's like Air to... Force One. It's wherever Tyler is. That's the sport closet, uh, sports closet studio, just like whatever plane's on, the president's on, it's Air Force One. Exactly. Uh, we do have our beautiful royal and white jerseys here, which you can get for yourself at the sports closet. Three locations in the Edmonton area. Stay them with me. Sherwood Park Mall, St. Albert Mall, and Kingsway Mall. Kingsway. Well. Oh, there, yeah, there we go. Uh, I would imagine the sports closet in some time will have the new reverse retros ready to go as well. We are going to get to that in just a second. But first, Jay, your thoughts on the Oilers' loss to Buffalo since you weren't on the show yesterday. <sighs> well, I was in Toronto. Uh, I got called to the mothership to do yep. some work we stuff. Remember. 
Yeah, <laughs> you were on the show. I was on the show. I did share that. I pitched a bunch of people in suits in an Oilers Nation flannel, and I was very proud of myself. Uh, that was very disappointing. I was I was excited. I was in foreign territory. I'm watching this game, and sure, we came out a little bit more shot out of a cannon, but we just couldn't score. And then just it just and then we just let ourselves just like exit the game and just not deliver like everyone's praising or praising Tage Thompson for that goal. Sure. It's good, but like that never should have happened. Turn over by dry title. Can get the position to lift his stick on it? Yeah. Like just like, so just mistake, mistake. Yeah. And so we're making too many mistakes. Every goal Buffalo scored was more or less off of an Oilers mistake. Yes. Which the exception with the exception of the Dalene goal. Cause I think that one was just, that's going to happen sometimes. He's those, a really good player. He's a good shot. Those happen. And, and, and you yeah. know what? Props to Eric Comrie. You know, he's got lights the Edmonton out. connection. He was lights out. We couldn't solve him. And we did create a lot of great A chances. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, you still got to beat the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there in Toronto shitting on the Leafs for losing to Arizona. And then we go and lose to Buffalo right after. So, it's a really bad luck. One and two start to the year for the Edmonton Oilers. You mentioned, you know, Eric Comrie was sensational. I said on the pregame show for that Buffalo matchup that one of the things I wanted to see was the Oilers get going at five on five and start to actually take over the game for stretches at five on five. And to their credit, they did it. They just couldn't find the back of the net. Um, And those games happen. Yeah. yeah. Those games happen and you can get goalied. It's just the, the scenario in which it was in a must-win game kind of early in the season to kind of get the vibes going. It's just very unfortunate, the yeah. timing of it. Like, you know, credit where credit's due. Last Eric game, Comrie. I said I wanted more more or, or stronger play at 5-on-5 five five is what I'm trying to say. They got that. Today, what I'm going to say is you need to be able to finish off your chances at 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, this is from Jason Greger in his game day notes up at OilersNation.com right now if you want to give it a read. Edmonton has scored three goals at 5-on-5 five five through three games. That has them tied for 30th in the NHL. They are actually 13th in shots four per 60 at five on five though. So again, getting the chances, not finishing them off. Uh, Gregor adds they are second in slot shots per game and actually first in inner slot shots per game. So not only are they getting shots at five on five, they're getting to the right areas. They're just not scoring. Does that give you maybe reason to believe? Like I think they're just maybe a little unlucky, a little the, bit the right recipe now. is there and the whole like regression to the mean. Normally it's for teams mm-hmm. that are, are overperforming on the, yeah, on the yeah. shot percentages. We're actually on the other side of that. So hopefully it just comes back to normal and more goals go on net. Like they created enough chances. Yeah. They got enough shots on net last game to win. Mm-hmm. But having said that, we gave it. We still made mistakes, and they and they were costly mistakes. And we need to stop doing that. And I know we're knocking off the rust, but like, this is a statement year for us. And uh, it's 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 and and I'm I'm not pushing the panic button, but like, it's it's annoying. Like it is obviously goaltending is still a little bit of a question, and I'm I'm excited that that Campbell's starting tonight. I know we'll get into lineups, but but it's just it's I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. Are you annoyed? A little bit, just because, again, in that game against Buffalo, yes, it was great, 48 shots, all of that. You didn't finish them off. That happens. But, again, the mistakes that were being made, there's a little bit of a pattern here of a few too many turnovers. And I don't know if we have a board to show this, but I was looking into the turnover numbers, or Liam and I were looking into the turnover numbers for this team. And it's key players who are turning over the puck a little bit too much. Leon Drysdale, 10 giveaways on the year. Darnell Nurse, 10 giveaways on the year. Eight of them coming in the defensive zone. A good job by Liam, who dug up the D zone stats on this as well. McDavid, 
eight giveaways. Kane, five. Bouchard, four. There are five, the five biggest culprits in this area are five of their more key players. And I understand the giveaway stat is flawed because if you have the puck on your stick a lot, you're going to give it away more. Yep. But the one that stands out to me and what can't be happening is the D zone stuff. And that's Nurse. McDavid's given the puck away a couple of times. And then the dry saddle giveaways, while maybe they're not coming in the neutral zone, he had two yesterday or in the last game against Buffalo that directly led to odd man rushes the other way. Like your best players Yes, they're going to turn over the puck sometime. Yes, that's a flawed stat, but it backs up that they're being a little reckless with the puck right now. Oh, and the eye test supports it. Yeah. It's like we're still a little bit in preseason mode. Like we're just like, it's just, we just haven't like clicked yet. And like once we do, everything will be fine and we'll keep rolling because we, like I said, we've got high octane. We've shown flashes of brilliance, but like we got to tighten up our defense. Uh, we got to be a little less loose with our passes, I guess, and start kind of, you know, Bearing down, bearing down, bearing down. Put some pride in your work. Yeah, put some pride in your work. That's a that's a real life comment right there. Uh, let's get to the chat. Five eight seven legend. Top priority in the game tonight. Scoring the first goal. We were statistically the best team in the league last year when we scored first. I don't have any way to fact check that, so I will believe five eight seven legend. Uh, but that's huge. Like last game, I actually thought their start was good. But again, you give up the first goal, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many chances you create. Give up first goal. It just still has that like impact on the on, on the game yeah um a lot of talk about the reverse retros like i said we're going to get to that a little bit later on in the show uh yeah a lot of talk about the reverse retros actually that's pretty much all anyone wants to talk about doesn't why are you denying people talk about the reverse retro we will get to it we will get uh. to it but i want to talk a little bit more about the game tonight and i want to bring in our friend liam who threw the question out to the youtube chat what do you want to see from the Oilers tonight? Canadad said he wants to not lose to Carolina. Uh, Squishy says, I want to see a shutout from Jack Campbell. Liam, what are you looking for from the Oilers on this beautiful Sherwood Ford Giant game day? They they got to play 60 minutes. They got to actually come out and play a full hockey game and, and be what this team's supposed to be. We haven't seen that once yet in three games, and we keep giving away giving away the, the puck and throwing away the game, essentially, like against Buffalo. They were the better team, but in the second period, they didn't come out and play hard, and Buffalo came out and did and scored 45 seconds in, and then you're behind the eight ball again. So we just got to yeah. gotta put ourselves in a good position to actually go win a hockey game. And Carolina, obviously a really good team, but they've not exactly had the hardest schedule to start the year. What is it? Columbus, San Jose, and Seattle, I think. like We're going to be the toughest team they've played, so let's play them tough. Let's actually play like the team we're supposed to be. Yeah, and actually, that's a good point because I see a lot of people after the loss to Buffalo were saying, oh, well, you know, the schedule is getting real tough right now. Carolina is good. St. Louis is good. Pittsburgh is good. But, you know, we're at the point in the Oilers' evolution as a group and with this core where Carolina, St. Louis, and Pittsburgh are also sitting there going, boy, we got to play McDavid and the Oilers. That's a tough game. Like, I think the Oilers shouldn't be fearing any opponent around the league. Like, this team's legitimately good enough to beat everyone. If they bring their A game tonight, they will beat Carolina. Well, and to Liam's point, if Carolina has had an easier start, like, yep. a, 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 a hot start to this game is so important because that's yep. going to set the tone because we'll, we'll get them on the back of their heels to kick things off. That'll open up an opportunity to get a quick one-two-goal one, two goal lead because no one's been able to do that yet. So, like, come out hot and obviously sustain it. 
The Hurricanes are 3-0 and to start the year. They've outscored their opposition 11-3. to They've outshot their opposition by an average of 12, or sorry, 13.4 shots per game. Oh boy. But their opponents, like Liam alluded to, weak. It's been the Blue Jackets, it's been the Sharks, it's been the Seattle Kraken, three teams who are in all likelihood going to finish on the outside of the playoff picture. So tonight, I think that's even more imperative that the Oilers get off to a good start because mm-hmm. Carolina has not faced a team that's as deep and as talented as the Edmonton Oilers are. So again, um, I, I think it was 587 Legend who said it in the chat, like that getting that first goal and kind of throwing Carolina back on their heels a little bit, get Rogers mm-hmm. place into it early. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an absolute massive key to victory. Well, and there, there, there's a different mentality to like having to chase the game, yep. like, right? So, and we've been chasing every game we've been in. So, you know, like we got we to gotta break that. That yep. all stops tonight. Chris says he wants to see the Oilers get tougher in front of their net, get back to quick neutral zone ice, starting with the good first breakout pass. And he wants to see the bottom six get the cycle going a little bit more this year. That's an interesting tie-in to the third line and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, The Oilers aren't going to have Dylan Holloway. We'll get to the lines next, actually. Um, And Nuge is moving up a little bit. Have they said why he's out? Have they given us any information? Day-to-day. Fogel, buddy. Yeah, actually, do not set your boy up like that. Do not, and and also Holloway, like receive it sideways. Have your head up, buddy. Like you, you know, you're being put in a dangerous position. So don't, don't romance that. Put yourself in a safe spot, but like still, Fogel, dude. Yeah, can't kill your teammate like that. If the pass is coming this way and you're the defender coming, and I'm like this. Very easy for you to blow me up. If I just kind of pivot, I know it'd be towards the board, so I'll turn my back. But if you yeah. pivot like this, get the puck while still while still seeing the guy coming, right? Yeah, and and once again, that's a second welcome to the NHL moment because there's yeah. guys who get paid lots of money to look for those opportunities. So you know, yeah. like yes, shame on Holloway, but like Fogel set up that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the lines for tonight. They're up over at Daily Faceoff. Connor McDavid going to center the top line with Evander Kane on his left side and Kyler Yamamoto on his right side. Uh, the second line, I actually liked this group in the game against the Buffalo Sabres. Leon Drysettle will center Zach Hyman and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who found the back of the net last game. It was great to see Nugent get off the schneid yep. on what was his seventh shot of the hockey game. Yeah, Nuge was on fire. What the whole team was on fire. Yeah. They were getting shots on that. But I'm happy to see Nuge get one. And I'm happy to see him on the second line. Yeah, uh, getting the bump up a little bit. He's on the wing, which I think makes life a lot easier for him as well. So I do like that play there. And also it gets Ryan McLeod on the third line with Pugliarvi and Fogel. I actually like the potential of that line as well. Giving, again, I see Pugliarvi as a guy who can drive play and who sometimes struggles with the pressure of playing with McDavid and Dreisaitl. I think putting him on that third line opens him up to just play his game a little bit better. Uh, Liam, what do you think of the way the Oilers' top nine is constructed? Yeah, I like that Ryan McLeod's a little higher up the lineup now. Like He's not really been able to do too much on the fourth line. And like you said, that third line feels like there's a lot of potential there. Nugent Hopkins played much better on the second line with Dreisaitl. And I think just overall, it just makes the team a little more dangerous when that second line comes over the board with Nugent Hopkins on that wing too and then I also kind of like having Derek Ryan back in the team he's a good penalty killer just kind of veteran guy I suppose and I think the others kind of need that right now it seemed like they were missing it a little bit last game it's just a bit of grit and grind I suppose if you want to put it like that so I like I like the way they're lining up hopefully they just play Nima Line a little bit more too like what's the point of having him here if he's just going to play five minutes 
Yeah, um, and Frank Cervalli talked about that yesterday on our show. That was his one big takeaway is they're going to go. They went 11-7 and seven last game, yet Marcus Niemelainen played like five minutes at five-on-five five in that entire hockey game. Um, what's the point of putting him in the lineup if he's just going to play 5-22? And I actually thought in that 5-22, he looked pretty good. The Oilers outshot the opposition in that span. Like, I, I liked what Niemelainen brought. I'd like to see him. He's listed under the forwards because he's the seventh D-man. But I'd like to see Niemelainen get a bit more of a chance to get into the game tonight. I agree, and he's one of those defensemen that if there's a Holloway situation, he makes sure that guy gets blown up. Like mm-hmm. you need that physical threat. There's, there's honestly, there's, there's, there's some to be said. If there's a player on the ice, the player, the opposition needs to know about, and Nemalinen is that threat. He is always hit first, and he takes aggressive runs at guys, and that changes the dynamic of things. So, like you want you five minutes is not enough because that does not that poses zero threat. Um, you need his physicality. But it also doesn't give him a, ch- him a chance to get into the game. Yeah. Like I thought there was a few moments where like he was jumping up in the play a little bit, and there was one play it would have been they're going that way. So the second period where like he saw that the play was kind of grouping to the far side of the ice where the benches are, and he took two hard strides, got the puck on a pass across ice, put it into the zone. Like he was a he on that shift was the whole reason they moved the puck up ice. So I want to see him get a bit more of a look. Um, the D pairings for the Oilers are going to stay the same as they kind of always are with. Uh, Nurse and CC Murray with Bouchard, Kulak with Tyson Berry. Murray does a few things every game where you go like, hey, that's a nice play. And then you realize he's not that good in his own end. So again, like I don't see a reason to have Murray play twice as much as Nimaline in at five on five tonight. No, totally agree. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes, this is how they're going to line up tonight. Sebastian Ajo with Tivo Teravainen and Seth Jarvis, rookie sensation, former Portland Winterhawks, got mm-hmm. two goals on the year already. Jesperi Kotkaniemi with Andrei Svechnikov and Martin Natchez. Jordan Stahl with Jesper Fast and the veteran Paul Stastny. Derek that's Stepan- a good third line. Yeah, that's a really, really good third line. Huh. That's a hard veteran defensive yeah, third line. Tough up. to play against and I, can score. Yeah, with Stastny and Stahl available to uh, take defensive zone faceoffs, I think you'll see a lot of them against the Oilers' top six tonight. Mm-hmm. Derek Stepan with Stefan Nosen and Jordan Martinuk, who was on waivers earlier this season or before. LeDuc Alberta's very own. Yeah, he's a local guy too. So mm-hmm. homecoming for Jordan Martinuk. Jacob Slavin with Brent Burns. Brett Pesci with Brady Shade. Jalen Chatfield with Dylan Coughlin. So it looks like maybe no Ethan Bear tonight for the Carolina Hurricanes, which is surprising. I'm surprised they wouldn't throw him into the lineup for his homecoming game again. And starting between the pipes is Freddie Anderson, and he is absolutely lights out. Kevin Woodley, goaltending analyst, was on the DFO rundown earlier this week, and he said Freddie Anderson is his sleeper Vesna finalist pick. In two games this year, Anderson has a goals against average of one he's got a save percentage as you can see on your screen of nine six four he's going up against jack campbell it'd be great for this to be jack campbell's bounce back night 100 percent. so like yes freddie anderson is a good goalie but the defensive core in front of him is pretty solid anytime yep. you have jacob slavin defending in front of you 25 30 minutes a night uh it's sure you might get shots but they might not be high quality so slavin burns as a duo like are you i know me? so like that once again like this is another reason why we need to come out hot. And so those guys, we can put them on their heels to start because once they settle down into the game, they're going to be tough to play against. So we have to take those advantages. Like Carolina is a good team. Like I, we have more firepower, I believe up front than them, but defense is where they definitely got us. Uh, so if we can, if, if we can put those guys uh, and make them look silly a couple times early on and get ahead, that's going to go a long way to, uh, to to winning this game because this will be our best comp. This will be our yeah. best competition of the year so far too. 
Like Calgary sure was good. Calgary's good. Yeah. But like we didn't play that good against them. We could have won that game. Um, this is this will be a real test. Yeah. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a really good test for the Oilers. Uh, we'll get into our betting segment and uh, everyone's predictions in the chat in just a second here. But let's uh, let's get to it. Reverse retro. It's what the people wanted. Um, I think we can flash them up as well. The league announcing officially, even though a bunch of them have been leaked over the last few months, all 32 reverse retros you can see up here. Uh, Jay, I'll start with you. Which ones do you love? Which ones do you hate? I love that Philly's bringing the Cooperalls back. I wish it wasn't just for warm-up. I, I wish it was for the whole game. they got to find a way to make that work because that's just you know, bringing back a small era in time that was everyone always talks about to back to reality, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of vibing the Chicago jerseys because, like, they just went really retro. Ah, but I think it's so lame to just do, like, the city name. Chicago's is better than Detroit's uh, with just Detroit's? the name top left. Oh, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm vibing Chicago's. You know, I'm torn on ours. Initially, when I first mm-hmm. saw it, like I like the fact that we're bringing the comet back, but I just and then I'm like, well, then like, and I know they had to kind of make it more unique this time, and I was kind of torn. But then I see, you know, the 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 models in there wear it, and there's that video of that guy dancing, and I'm like, I could be dancing. I can dance <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> we're gonna have to global studio is uh falling away. it wouldn't be well yeah the flag the i studio secured if something today, doesn't but... fall down well did you secure the mics i don't think so no clearly not i'm going full freddie mercury here uh <laughs> so yeah I, it's it's funny how like yesterday i was like nope and today i'm like maybe i think they're kind of like the maybe. navy third jerseys that they wore the other day against buffalo where i don't like them when i see the pictures of them but when i see them in person i'm like ah kind of fresh yeah but those are those are sexy man like those like that's like yes they're those are like good streetwear jerseys yeah those navy so <sighs> see and that's why what i would have done i would have liked these oilers ones a little bit more if there wasn't orange on the jersey and that was silver if the if the trim was silver and it was just the orange dot i feel like the orange dot would pop a little more and the jersey wouldn't feel so so clashy 
Yeah, that's fair. I, I think I can. I'm just going to. Yeah, I think I could agree with that. Sorry, I was blocking over <laughs> yeah, the yeah. screen in front of us there, everyone. Uh, Liam, uh, what do you think about the Oilers reverse retro? I also like the Kings. Yeah. I you took you took my point right out of my mouth. I think the orange is way too much. Like that's the only thing that throws me off. I like the design, but I would take the orange off the sleeves and like the bottom there. I actually love the Nashville one. I think the Nashville one is is sick. That's a real. I just like the idea of like being creative with the logo and doing different things with it. Then you get teams like New Jersey who basically just put their a road jersey out anyway. So I, I like the teams that went a little creative with it. Oats colors. Yeah. It's reverse retro. I, so like yeah. I thought the Canes Yeah, there's suck. some cool ones. Yeah. Uh, Columbus I thought good. the Colorado one kind of sucked. Yeah. Like the Colorado Rockies. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I like that. The ones that, are, the ones that are super weird that I actually really like, Florida, I think is just kind of flashy enough where it'll be cool for a few games. You're a baby blue guy, though. I am a big baby That's blue guy. Like that. that Boston Bruins Pooh Bear one is unbelievable. That might be – that's top three in my opinion. The Lightning one is so bad that it works as well. Um, I love that Yotes one. I think it's sick. The Wild have done that a bunch of times already, so I don't like that they just went back to the North Stars. Um, I really don't like when teams reuse jerseys of franchises they've stolen. I think that's a big no-no. <laughs> they stole it. So what? So Phoenix should be or Arizona should be the one to pick Jets? Well, like, can you imagine if Arizona came out and was like, awesome. oh, yeah, we're wearing Full Jets. <laughs> like, what? Um, I do love those Yotes ones, like I said. And the Islanders bringing back the Fishermen. That one's elite. Mm. That one was controversial when it first came out. I like it. I think it's cool. That's that's what an Islander is. It's a longshoreman. Let's oh, go. And I like those 90s-style Penguins ones at the bottom. Those ones are really oh, cool. Oh, I just, I just have flashes of Mario every yeah. time I see that. Um, you all have your thoughts in the YouTube chat as well. Jilly says, Boston and Panthers are the coolest. Um, she also points out for the jerseys that are just red and white text or red and black text, $300 for a red jersey with black and white text. Terrible. Chicago, Detroit, and Carolina. Um, Flute makes a good point. Minnesota didn't steal it. They lost their team and then got it back, which I guess is fine. Danger Suede doesn't like Toronto, Mini, Ottawa, or the Canes. I think everyone well, hates What did the Toronto Canes. do? Like, they just, they didn't do anything. I saw a bunch of, like, Leafs media people being like, oh, Leafs are the best one. Well, I'm like, that's their normal <laughs> jersey. The like, Toronto <laughs> Sports Network thinks uh, the Leafs are the best one. Uh, yeah. Uh, people giving their thoughts on the Oilers reverse retros. Lance earlier in the show said they look sick, and he said it in all capitals, so you know he really means it. Um, yeah, lots of takes on that. I think the Oilers one will be nicer in person than it is on the photos. That's my like final take on it. I'm really struggling with this microphone. Full disclosure, I know it's, it's moving around. I feel like it's got to. Yeah, we got to get this sorted. It's, it's got a life it's got of a, its own here. It does okay. Well, then let's get into our betting segment for the day, courtesy of our friends over at Betway. Liam, take it away. What are the lines? What do you like tonight? Uh, I like the Oilers. Really? Stunning. I always forget about the little jing, jingle. Um, I like the Oilers to win. I'm going to go with the Oilers to win on the money line, plus 130. I mean, you kind of got to gotta manifest it, right? So I'm going to go with the Oilers to win. Leon to get a goal at plus 120. And then if Nugent Hopkins is on that second line, he had seven shots last game. So I'm going to go yep. with the new shot prop at two and a half plus 125. That is actually Oilers to win in regulation at plus 130, but I like it getting a little yes, cold. Yes, that's, that's fine. That's uh, fine. Dreisaitl, yeah, he, he's even been a little snake bit. My bet of the game, which missed last game, 
is I'm tailing you, Liam. I'm going Nuge over two and a half shots. That's a great payout. Even when he wasn't on the second line, he only missed it by one shot in the first and second games of the year. So you're giving me that plus 125 payout. Power play time, second line minutes with Leon Dryasetel. Hammer it. Nugent Hopkins over two and a half shots on goal. That is my Oilers bet of the day. It's it's hard not to to jump on that nude shot prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know there's some recency bias because he had seven the other day, but he's on the second line now. And mm-hmm. he's got the best passer. If he's not giving it away in the offensive zone, resulting in a goal, is really, really good at what he does. And Nuge is not afraid to shoot and shoot well. So I yeah. believe in that. And, you know, I'm not getting too greedy on the Oilers. I feel like there's a good circumstance here for them to win, them being pissed off, playing good against Buffalo and not getting the win. Um, Carolina coasting their way through the start of their season. Uh, Jack Campbell coming back. And, you know, this is a good statement game for him uh, after being pulled on Saturday. I just feel like the, you know, the, the recipe is there for just oil for the Oilers to beat a really good team. And it could just be like a really low scoring game. And it might have to be for us to win. It might have to be a two, one or a three, two situation. So I'm uh, I'm all over the Oilers money line on this one, and I will jump on the uh, the Nuge shot prop bandwagon. All right, Nuge shot prop is the official bet of Oilers Nation every day today. Um, I'm not confident enough in an Oilers victory tonight to lay oh, money on it. I know, but you Even can't just the money line. I know, but we can't just sit here every show and be like, ah, good night to bet the oil. Although it always is a good night to bet the oil. I'm just I'm staying away from it. I'm hammering that Nuge bet, and there's actually a bet on the Carolina side I like tonight. It's Brent Burns, even money to go over two and a half shots on goal. He's hit this oh, in two or three games. Yeah, he shoots on that. Yeah, he loves throwing pucks on oh. that. Okay, go ahead. No, I'll just say you're getting it at even money. If you want some action on the Carolina side, Burns over two and a half shots is a good spot. Well, then also go the, – the hometown boys always seem to get on the score sheet. So mm-hmm. if you can find Jordan Martinhook to score for like bet two bucks, I'm sure it probably pays plus 1,000. Uh, go for it. All right. Um, I'm seeing if they have it. Or Martinuk, four plus oh, 400. Plus 400. Anyways, put All $3 right. on it then. <laughs> uh, my bets over at Daily Faceoff, uh, DFO Live. Vegas on the puck line tonight, minus one and a half. I think that's a great spot. Uh, Zabanejad assist and Zabanejad shot prop. Those are both paying plus money. I think they're great spots. Uh, the Burns assist wow. and the Sidney Crosby assist. Or sorry, Burns over two and a half shots, my bad. And Sidney Crosby to get an assist at minus 130. So I have five NHL plays tonight officially my on the record nhl place on the record but will you actually practice what you preach i always practice what i preach you okay. can see my spreadsheets out in front of me right now i see a spreadsheet yeah i'm tracking my bets all right uh shout out to our friends at betway 19 plus please remember to play responsibly yes always play responsibly. yes uh john's in the chat says tailing chris interesting one are we gonna get mad connor tonight you know i i I, the recipe is there. Uh, yeah, it's it's there. It's it's tough to say for him to go over two and a half tonight. I feel like it's a two point night for Connor just because I think I'm respecting the defense of Carolina, yeah. but I think you're going to see Connor just buzzing around tonight. I like it. I like it. That's going to be a wrap for today's show. Tomorrow we're going to recap the game. Bag Milk's going to stop by. We're going to have a ton of fun on a Friday. And hopefully we're discussing an Edmonton Oilers victory as well. Shout out to everyone who is active in the YouTube chat. I appreciate you. Shout out to Sherwood Ford, sponsor of our giant game days here on Oilers Nation every day. And Sports Closet, who uh, 
kind of put together this studio. Well, they did. They gave us the best parts, which are the jerseys behind us. Exactly. They definitely have nothing to do with this shoddy microphone I'm using, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely nothing to do with that. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.